Hey there, I'm Andrew Baxter, and this is the podcast Knowing the Unknown, a show that talks about urban legends, conspiracy theories, myths, and the secrets of the world. Welcome to another episode of Knowing the Unknown. I'm your co-host, Andrew Baxter, and with me always is the Baba to my buoy. Kenny Soto, what's going on today, guys? What's up, Kenny? How's your week been? Ah, it's been about average, honestly. What about yours? Um, it started a little weird. Um, there was somebody was killed in my apartment complex. Um, and I got to see that, so that was a little weird start to the week, but uh, it ended on a good note. And so what would that be? I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off for the next couple of days, so. That's definitely a good note in my book. I agree. And I, and I got to eat Chinese food, so that's another. Isn't that a regular thing for you? I do have a, um, oh, what's the word? I would say a, a habit or something, a ritual, I would say, that I go through before I do my podcast on podcast day, which is I do get Chinese food on podcast day. At the buffet, right? Yeah, yeah, I go and get buffet every podcast day, so I did that. You're a regular there now, aren't you? Yeah, I walk in and the girl just like hands me a to-go box. Like she doesn't like she already knows. Like she just sees my face, which is you know you go in there too much when she can recognize you through a mask. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what have we got going on today this week? Uh, this week we're going to be talking about the Majestic 12 and the Nation of the Third Eye. So, uh, the Majestic 12, huh? Yes, the Majestic 12. But before we get into that, I think we should talk about what's going on in the breaking news. The breaking news? There's a ceasefire, I know that. But there's some weird shit going on with our resources. Are you talking about... The uh, the farmers. Uh, why don't you handle the farmers? I'll do. I'll do another one. Okay, so um, recently I've been seeing and getting sent videos about uh, farmers talking about the government. Um, sorry, guys, allergies are through the roof this week. <clears throat> but um, the farmers are beginning offered uh, to burn their crops and plant these. Um, what is it called? Basically, off-season crops is what they're trying to say that they are. Mm. Uh, to help with the greenhouse gases for whatever fucking reason. Uh, but they're offering farmers 1.5 times the normal rate to do this. Um, why? Why? So some people are saying that uh, they're trying to create a, a, a fake food shortage by causing these uh, uh, forcing the farmers to um, burn their crops and uh, by burning and destroying their uh, the pro- the produce, um, they get paid 1.5 times more than what they would normally get paid. On top of that, if you don't, uh, if they refuse, then the government pulls out all the subsidies that they normally would get. So, uh, as far as the shortage of food, which people are, or I guess our government is trying to create a facade that that we're going to have a shortage of food coming up we 
have a shortage of gas or oil for our cars. Now we have a shortage of lumber even and wood uh, for people's homes and everything like that. All of our resources are, are coming up short this year. Yeah, at least with the food with uh, the food shortage that they're trying to create, and uh, the fuel foot shortage, they're uh, they're also using the uh, hiding behind the idea of climate change and global warming and bullshit, trying to force people into getting electric cars. And honestly, God, I mean, it's cool and all, and I think it's really good for the environment to go electric, right? Yeah, <clears throat> like all uh, renewable energies or whatever. But that also kind of just gives government more control. On an expanded level, because turn off the power, now you can't drive anywhere, and obviously you don't have power, internet, or anything fucking else. I mean, that's a fair point, and you also go into Biden's whole regime when he took office was the Go Green initiative. Like he wanted to switch out all this other stuff, you know, electric cars, electric energy, whatever. But um, the easiest way to do it, I guess, would be to scare everybody again. Like, oh, we don't have food, we don't have lumber, we don't have gas. So I know that going electric or going green is more expensive, but you don't have a choice. Is it a scare tactic? Do you think it's another way to scare the American people into buying into this go green thing? I mean, yeah, going green is good, but is this the right way to do it? No, man. Well, he said he wanted everyone to be having uh, electric cars. By 2023, if I remember right. Yeah, he did set a date. He did set. And how? Uh, how? What way better to force it than to give you two options? But you make one option so fucking hard to have that you kind of force them to take an option B. And it's not like it's the first time that our, that that Biden. I wouldn't say our government because we know our government's done it many times. But Biden, in particular, will stick with this has shoved stuff down our throats with all of his executive orders that he signed the most out of any president within its first hundred days. And yeah, on, the, on the scale, we're almost not a, uh, a democracy anymore with all the executive orders he's signed. So, I mean, if he's forcing all of his executive orders onto people, what's to say that he's not forcing everyone to go green? Now, is it something that you believe that this is something that is being forced down the American people throat because it's better for us? Or is there another I feel like agenda? it fits the agenda better. I mean, Biden's the perfect president to use for all this because if he, have you ever watched his uh, speeches? <laughs> uh, yeah, they're a little hard to follow. Yeah, he has a hard time following his teleprompter. <laughs> And he definitely half the time seems to like, uh, what do you call it? Like become disconnected with what he's doing. Like he kind of like spaces out or he's like lost. So he seems like the perfect puppet, honestly. And I don't, I mean, if he's an old man, he's an elderly man, he's in his 80s. Yes, he is. He's up there. So he's at that age range where he could be uh, cognitively uh, deficient. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, maybe. Well, when you see all these interviews and him talking, and all of a sudden he's like, well, Harris, what do I say? What do I do? <laughs> or when he's walking past military men, and you hear him repeat what's being told to him in his ear, and he's like, oh, I need to salute them. And then he, instead, of like, instead of actually just saluting the soldiers, he just walks by saying, salute them. Go over this way. Turn right. He's like, come on, bro. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about how I feel. Well, about now they're Biden. talking about reversing the Keystone thing. People are pushing for it because of the fuel shortage. All right, so explain what Keystone is. Oh, the pipeline. So there was this big old pipeline where they had a big fight with Native Americans, but eventually it started. Uh, they ended up doing construction anyway. And early on, uh, in Biden's uh, regime, he uh, shut down construction of the pipeline and put something like what was it, thirty or sixty thousand people out of work. Okay, I know what you're talking about. And he was basically said, "Well, the pipeline's bad, oil's bad." We're going to go renewable, and you guys are basically going to have to do a change of career, and then you'll have jobs, because that's how we're going to create new jobs. So you got somebody who's been working in their field, let's say a welder or whatever, anything, right? Uh, That's related, that would be um, construction or related to doing that pipeline. And they've been in that field for 15, 20 years. How are they supposed to transition into something else? (laughs) Well, see, and that would actually go against, that would go again with the agenda. Oh, we're going to go green. Uh, here's new jobs, new electric companies, you know, just new. Well, the jobs everything. aren't there. There ain't no new jobs. Uh, supposedly, Biden's created all these new jobs. But if you look at the numbers, well, we're, we've had the worst season or year as far as job creation has gone in like the last 10. Mm, yeah. The numbers uh, show that it's bad, even though he keeps saying it's going, it's good. Well, we've had presidents that do that all the time. Speaking yeah. of a speaking of a president that did it all the time, this was actually in the news uh, today. Actually, an hour ago, it's ten fifty at night. This was an hour ago. Um, there was new research that was found from that Wuhan research. Uh, oh, that ties uh, Doctor Fauci to it. Uh, yeah, there is that one, but it's also that a lot of information uh, from the Wuhan research. Uh, for the people who got sick there wasn't in uh, Trump's address. He left a lot of stuff out when he was addressing it to the people. To me, it seemed like it originated in China and that it came from that lab in China. But when you got the actual point from the U.S. intelligence report, it found that actually several people from the Wuhan Institute fell ill earlier than when it was supposedly said to have been released and that they had been hospitalized and so they're even now there's an investigation going further into the debate of the origins of the coronavirus pandemic because there's this whole new new information that they're getting the fact sheet that was released by the trump administration back in january um they had the time frame completely off and it didn't even mention that these people were hospitalized or had respiratory issues or whatever. So they're doing a full-on investigation because it made it seem like they were trying to blame it on China, which is what we said when we did our COVID pandemic. The U.S. always needs a bad guy. We always need a bad guy for whatever happens, 9-11, whatever else. And granted, there are bad guys that need to be caught. But if we don't have a bad guy and the and the situation is really severe and it's really scary for all the people, they'll give us any bad guy just to make us all calm down. And that's what I gathered from all of this crap. Well, I've seen that there's a, a lot of uh, talk in the Senate, and they're saying that uh, 
Dr. Fauci and a lot of programs that he was writing actually funded uh, a lot of the research in Wuhan into the coronavirus. Yeah, he's his name is actually on a lot of the documents that was in that Wuhan Institute. Yeah, even though he's trying to deny all of it, he says, oh, that's not true. That's not true. But his name is fucking everywhere. Yeah. And if you uh, if you want to look it up, it's on the New York Post. It's on Fox News. It's on uh, CNN. You can read it anywhere um, and watch because, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to get into it too far yet so let's get into the majestic 12 because remember this moment because kenny i'm gonna blow your mind in a second oh yeah i'm gonna blow your uh never mind you should blow <laughs> your nose <laughs> i can't but dude i keep blowing it it's like a this straight up faucet man i'm sorry <laughs> all right well let's uh let's do the majestic 12 kenny you want to start okay us off? No, no no you go ahead with this one this was your baby <laughs> all right so the majestic 12 you, maybe you've heard of it. Um, it has a it has other names that it would go by. Um, the Majestic Council of the Twelve, the Majestic Twelve, the MJ, Rule and Majesty, uh, you know, whatever. So this is a secret committee of scientists and military leaders and government officials. Now it was formed in 1947, but the actual date that it went public. Nobody knows because it didn't actually go public, quote unquote. But anyways, this organization was created by an executive order, another executive order, by President Harry S. Truman. Uh, And the whole idea behind this organization was to facilitate and recover and investigate alien spacecraft, UFOs, blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the interesting thing. Since it was formed in 1947, you know what else happened in 1947? What was that? The Roswell crash. Oh, no, again. Again with the Roswell crash. Coincidence? I think not. So the Roswell crash crash, Crash. (laughs) crash happened in July 1947. It was concealed. Um, You know, they had to recover all the tech that could be exploited. And how the U.S. would engage in extraterrestrial life and in the future and blah, blah, blah. So they needed an organization that could run and go behind all of that. And comes in the Majestic 12. So So, that's pretty much the gist of what it is. It sounds like we have the men in black who cover up all the evidence. And then we have the Majestic 12 that probably take all the evidence that's been covered up or gathered by the men in black. And they put the picture together. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And what I think, since we did the Men in Black last week, I think that the Men in Black are the agents underneath the Majestic 12. And that the Majestic 12 is a branch of the Illuminati. Obvious. Or the New World Order. So why is it 12? So the reason why it's 12 is because they had 12 different heads. They had 12 different people um, in 12 different Groups Now, imagine if you, Kenny, if you were in in charge of the free world and there's this new phenomenon that came in, alien life, alien spacecraft, alien technology, right? So what what different factions are you going to need? Well, you're going to need a scientist, probably, uh, but there's different types of scientists. You have biologists, you have engineers, you have all these other things. So you're going to need all these other things. Now, I think 
that those 12 people were 12 different fields of studies and they were in their highest or one of the highest people in those studies, like biology, engineering, uh, probably language even, you know, um, communication or some form or whatever, and tech fields. Uh, and they probably, all 12 of those people were the ones that would run the department, but with different factions of it. Now, it's said that these people had set up shop in Area 51. Oh, they set up shop, huh? Yes. And that originally Area 51 was their main hub, their main base, where because Area 51 is so large, it gave them room enough to have 12 different sectors of studying, of technology, of scientists, of whatever, you know, where they could do their own tests and, and all this other crap in that area, in that location, which would make more sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to have, uh, you know, some small-ass office building and be like, here's alien technology. Let's see what it does to food. Let's see what it does to animals. Let's see what it does to humans. You know, it's like we're going to need a big-ass place, and what better place to do it than the Nevada desert? And the underground facilities. Yes, and a bunch. Uh, those ones could work as well. Now, in 1984, there was a ufologist. His name was uh, Jamie Shandera, and the the this is this is the reason why we even know about the Majestic Twelve. Um, now this guy was, he was one of the, uh, one of the conspiracy theorists, a fellow conspiracy theorist who was looking for the truth. And one day he, he received an envelope in front of his door. Um, and he opened up this envelope and he was doing some research. Area 51 and, and the whole covering up thing. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So he received this envelope, and it contained images. And on these images, there were eight pages of documents. And those documents were a briefing paper or a debriefing paper that described the operations of the Majestic 12. And so that kind of uh, was the there's reason like how it... There's photographs of the documents? Yes, there's photographs of the documents. And you can actually see the photographs of those documents online. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's under. It's actually under the FBI website. <laughs> so it's pretty official, then. Yeah, and I looked at them and I read them. Now, nothing in it really is damning. There's no damning evidence or anything else. Well, how it, much of it has been redacted? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot actually was redacted because the, you know the uh, information act or whatever. But because, um. Uh, Nothing in it was damning. It was just like, here is a operation, whatever, that we're trying to do to find aliens and all this other stuff. So if the government would have redacted all that information after that information went out because of this guy, it would have looked like what was said on those papers were true. So instead of redacting it, they were like, eh, let's just make them believe that it's, it's fake because we're not going to redact any of it. Huh, yeah, so it's it's easier to hide in plain sight. Is what, basically what it sounds like you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's it, it's kind of like the Illuminati. The Illuminati hide in plain sight right in front of us too. So you know why not 
the Majestic 12, if they're part of the Illuminati. Yeah, it's so much easier to, to deny when you put it, so you shove it in, your, in everyone's faces and turn it into a fucking joke. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a, if somebody, you know, catches you cheating, you know, or, or suspects that you're cheating on your girlfriend or whatever, and you're like, she's like, you're cheating on me. He goes, oh, yeah, like I'm cheating on you. And you're like, no, wait, what? <laughs> it, may, it makes you kind of think for a second. Wait, what? Is he? Oh, he might not be. Why would he admit it if he is? Oh, yeah, I'm totally cheating on you. Yeah, no, totally I... mind-fucking the people is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh, no, I just left her house. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm serious. For those of you at home, try it with your significant other if you're cheating on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyways, what I've gathered behind this Majestic 12, Kenny, or my own theory, is that it's a branch of the Illuminati but it's a branch that actually is the main, uh, what would I say, the main engine, I guess, behind the technology field of the New World Order. Huh. Like, I feel like the Elon Musks, the, 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 the Zuckerberg, uh, the, the Albert <laughs> Einsteins of today, I think these are the people that are in the majestic 12 and that are turning this new world order using technology. That's uh, that's quite a theory you got there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Now let me blow your mind just for a second. Okay. Okay. Let me, let me uh, get my mind erect for this. All right. And everyone else erect your minds as Kenny stated. Um, the Majestic 12 and the Illuminati and the New World Order, they have plans for global domination, right? Obviously. We've, we've established this, all right? And the organization, though, the Illuminati, is no longer restricted. There is no restrictions. They can go wherever they want. If they want to hack uh, Jimmy John and Billy D's accounts that live all the way in... Botswana or whatever else, they can do it in five seconds. They can find him in 3.5 seconds. We found a guy in a cave in the middle of the Middle East, right? If we could do that, you know, there's there's no limit. There's no restriction on the we power. Could hack, we could hack uh, <laughs> software for a pipeline and set it up a, a, a ransomware and make it look like it happened in Russia. Exactly. We can even hack our own voting systems, but make it look like somebody else hacked us and mess with the whole whatever. And now we have a leader of the United States that made it look like we didn't want, but maybe we did want, but we made it look like we did it. <laughs> Anyways. So behind this whole thing, um, there is a, project and goals that uh, they all try to do that this one you know whatever the Illuminati and the Majestic 12 would be doing now I found something that says that through the control of all forms of media through the ability to censor through cancel, cancel culture through all this other shit that's going on right now 
to to the limiting of resources, to saying we've run out of certain resources, to the manipulations of our farmers, and so on and so forth. Not to mention with our hardware, our equipment, and our communications, how we even talk to each other. Everything is monitored. Everything is traced. Everything is manipulated. Do you agree with that? Yes, 100%. Right. Now, what if I told you that they're now in the process of using nanites, nanotechnology, new technologies. I mean, we already know that some of these things exist now. Supposedly, they're in your uh, vaccine. Supposedly, they're in our vaccine. Right? Remember, if you don't get vaccinated, you will pay. (laughs) You know who Uh, I just quoted? No. The president. Did he really say that? Yeah. So dumb. All right. Dude, Anyways. he got busted recently about plagiarizing like two different speeches. One of them was Reagan. <laughs> Did he? Oh my God. Well, I don't think he writes his own speeches, though. <laughs> it's obvious because I don't think he'd be smart enough to try to plagiarize a previous president. Now, I want to um, read something for you guys. Uh, and this is actually when I was doing my research, it led me down a path that made me um, made me cringe a little bit here. Um, I hate that fucking word. Yes, it cringed me. There's a video game that's called Deuce X, Dose X. Deus X. Yeah, that's the word. Deus X. Now, Deus X has actually a couple video games out there. Um, And there's one that was made back in 2005 um and i don't know if anybody else has played that i didn't i've never played any of them i did but okay you played them yeah the last one yeah do you remember anything about the majestic 12 oh no you played the last one okay yeah. well i'm talking about one of the very first ones okay very first ones all right they have the majestic 12 in their game as being the bad guy <laughs> now listen to the storyline of the game kenny i'm going to give a very quick synopsis of it the majestic 12 is solely responsible for an outbreak of a deadly virus this virus has affected numerous u.s cities by 2052 that has a 93 percent fatality rate no okay. longer are vaccinations working and it's begun to spread to the rural areas of the United States, affecting millions in the process. It has plunged the world into chaos and has used to be leverage for power. It has been called the Grey Death. It has plagued millions of people. Now the world is in plunder, creating rioting, sickness, and looting everywhere. Right, because the only way you can survive the plague is to get the, uh, uh, what do you call it, cybernetic enhancement. This creates a perfect excuse, though, for the Majestic 12 to put these cities under martial law, giving the Majestic 12 complete control over all of them. Right, and corporations in general. 
And the rioting is also endorsed by him. It's a tool used to create new leadership. So it's like... Huh, we got a virus right now, and we have a group called Antifa. Or the QAnon. Or or all these other things. We've never done an episode on QAnon. We need to do one. But you have all these other things. These... that the, the guy, these guys were talking about the plague, the the high fatality rates, or even getting worse, whatever, or maybe getting better. We don't know. Plunge the entire world because it did into chaos. We had rioting. We had people getting sick. We had looting. We had people scared out of their minds. We're just now being able to wear our masks, and we don't even know if that's safe yet. Man, all of this was predicted in a video game 20 years before it happened. Exactly the way they predicted it. Except for the fatality rate, honestly. But, yeah, it's basically uh, like uh, this is how you hide a plain sight, guys. They, they literally tell you the agenda. They, they put it out in uh, media on... Uh, whether it be um, books or uh, in um, movies or video games, because it's basically um, what I would call uh, desensitizing us to the idea of it. So when it does happen, everyone just doesn't bat an, bat an eye because they're like, "Oh well, oh well." Yeah. yeah, we've already seen it. And and to make to make it even more convincing, if you're like, "Oh well, it's just a coincidence," the Simpsons do the same thing. They predict a lot of things that are happening, which is true. The, the you know, The Simpsons has, you know, I can't deny that. Um, this video game uh, even went as far as having uh, a a cutscene or wherever, where all you see on the news and the face of the plague and the voice of the plague or this virus is the head of the CDC and FEMA. Always in the in the game, his name's Walter Simmons. But didn't that happen with us with Doctor Fauci? Yeah. You find out Dr. Fauci's been funding this shit from behind the scenes. <laughs> like he's the he's the uh the puppet master. Yeah, he's probably he's the face, like the evil genius face. So it even goes deeper that they can constantly keep trying to find a vaccine for these plagues and these viruses or whatever. And that they finally come up with one, but it's so uh, there's not enough. How could you, you know? say finally? This shit came out within the same year the the uh, pandemic happened. That doesn't seem like finally to me. Uh, I meant like the actual cure. Oh, like they probably already have it. They probably do, and they're not going to give it. And according to the game, they don't give it because they want control over who gets infected and who receives the cure. So it adds even more to their unprecedented amount of power and influence over the world. Now, I'm not talking just about the U, you know, just us here in the U.S. It's like, oh, uh, what's happening over in India? Oh, you need some more vaccines? Uh, well, let's wait before we send them some. Let's wait and cultivate how many people live there just a little bit let's dilute it down a little bit and then we'll send over the vaccines oh well supposedly all those deaths and everything we were seeing about it happening in india wasn't real 
uh, that's news to me. You want to elaborate on that? Well, I was seeing like people like, oh, especially on TikTok and like other social medias, they're posting videos of everyone living just fine in India, and there's no real problem over there. See, now I don't know if I believe that. Well, I don't know either. I was just telling you what, and I, what the, I saw. The hard thing, though, is like. <sighs> Because you've already seen where the media is using reusing images. Exactly, exactly. And the hard thing is that we all get our information from things like that, from TikTok, from Snapchat, from the TV, from these news reporters. But we know that they're all biased. We know that they. Yeah, all but you got the only way I see it is things like TikTok and like uh, they can stream live, like. Uh, what do you call it? Snapchat and all that. So if they're live streaming exactly what they're doing, then there's nothing going bad in that area. Versus seeing what the news tell, tells us. I don't and, just believe that the random person that's live streaming. And that's the that and in that right there is where the sadness truly is. Where we would rather trust Jimmy D, who lives somewhere else in the world recording on his cell phone than our own news media and outlet that are supposed to be doing it. That, that right there, like their entire job is to keep us informed, but instead we don't trust them at all. Yeah. Instead it's more of a, their entire job is to keep us, uh, keep the information controlled. (laughs) And clearly, like I was talking about earlier, during the whole Trump address, and I'm sure Biden's done it, I'm sure Obama's done it, I'm sure Nixon, well, I know Nixon did it, where they withhold information or they don't tell us the whole picture or they don't give us the right information because they're dickheads and they don't think that we can possibly wrap our heads around it or that we're going to go into mass frenzy. And to be fair, we probably would. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people that live here or that are alive in the world, not just here, are stupid. I feel like humanity is really dumb. <laughs> I, have, I have no faith in humanity anymore. I really don't. That day earlier when that guy died at my apartment complex, I'm going to be honest with you. I ran over there and I, and I tried to help. Granted, I thought there was a baby in the car, which is why I ran, but I tried to help. I cannot tell you. Like you, you, you. You really ran? I briskly walked over there. (laughs) And I was the only one there. I looked around. I'm not even lying. There was probably maybe 20 to 30 people outside all recording on their cell phones. No one wanting to lend a hand. And it's it's literally... And you, you hear about it and you're like, oh yeah, but when you see it, you're you die a little on the inside and just go... If it was you, if it was any of you out there on your cell phones, would you be? Would you want everyone out here just recording you, or would you want somebody to help you? It's sickening. It really is. But back on whatever we're talking about, um, yeah, the Majestic Twelve might be an actual thing or a branch of the Illuminati that is 
more or less the technology branch of the Illuminati. That's my theory behind it. Huh. You know, I honestly can't agree with that theory. I feel like it would work. Having the 12 different sections, you know, I I, I can get behind that. Uh, yeah, I, I like that theory. And I think, <clears throat> you know, I think that's more believable than, um, you know, just saying, oh, you know, the Illuminati as a whole is, you know, trying to do this whole new world organization by themselves. But if they have different factions and they have different sectors and they have different groups and so on and so forth, you know, I think that the Majestic 12 is actually one of the larger factions or groups or subsectors of the Illuminati. Subsectors. Yes. I do believe that. You want to add anything else to the Majestic 12 or did we pretty much cover it? I think we actually covered it. Honestly, I feel like I've been doing uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the taking the, the head lately, so I wanted to let you do this one more, you know? Yeah, I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> oh, dude, you did a really good job. Oh, thank we, you, man. Thank we you. We didn't even you. talk about the Nation of the Third Eye. I really tried to find research on it, but everything I find about the Third Eye is like uh, opening your third eye and penile gland and ancient Egyptian texts about the Third Eye and raising, elevating your, your <laughs> mind. Yes. Um, I came across a lot of the same problems, too. Because whenever you look up anything that has to do with the eye or, you know, third eye or the providence of the eye or whatever, um, you get a lot of conspiracy theories about their cryptic symbols, the covert visual signs, um, the eye set inside of a triangle, you know, on the dollar associated with Freemasonry, you know, um, the Illuminati, you know, it's it's. uh or, or what Kenny said, you know, it can even go into the spiritual realm with like our chakra or, you our know, the, chakra. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much that it is, you know, that's what it's called. The chakra. Um, that, uh, was it the nine gates and the energy levels along with the uh, raising your eleva- elevating your uh, consciousness and uh, speaking with higher power authorities such as Thoth? There's a lot of shit about Thoth. Thoth. And it also. <laughs> It also um, apparently people still communicate with him. With Thoth, Thoth. There's a whole video of this chick that does astral projection and or opening her third eye, and apparently she traveled to another planet and another dimension, and had a long ass conversation with Thoth. Well, that is actually um, one of the main things that I learned when I was doing my research about the third eye is that. Uh, if you can recall in your head or you can look it up, um, there's a lot of pictures, statues, whatever have you, especially, and we're going back to this, the Sumerian artwork where they, their arms, their legs, their bodies, whatever, not very detailed at all. But their eyes are larger than they should be and are very detailed. They took their time when they did their sculptures with their eyes. 
Now, there might be a reason behind that. Now, Thoth. Oh, do we really want to get into Thoth right now, or do we want to wait for another week? Oh, I need some more time to practice. To, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, happy Thoth. <laughs> Um, no, anyway. Thoth is a whole fucking thing, dude. Yeah, we're gonna have to go later with Thoth, but we'll go. We'll, I'll do the whole Thoth with the eye because since we're on the eye, so according to ancient Egyptian mythology, um, there was the god king, uh, Horus, he's depicted as a falcon, um, or he has a falcon's head, whatever. Uh, he had his eye cut out in battle when he battled his uncle's set, um, but Thoth actually helped him. Uh, heal his eyes so the eye of Horus is a protective symbol that's why you see it as an amulet as a sculpture whatever you know it's it's a protective symbol or and that's why people used to wear it back in the Egyptian or the hieroglyphics or whatever how did Uh, they know about the eye they even knew it was some shit in the brain too that's what I'm saying like you go Sumerian, you go Egyptian, you go uh, Renaissance, you go Italian, you go um, even today on our Freemasonry or whatever else. Everyone uses – there is a reason why all these different cultures and all these different years across time and space, whatever, they all have a reason that they use the eye. There's an eye of something, an eye of the storm. The eye of the tiger, the eye of whatever. The brown eye. (laughs) Like the eye, there's something mysterious. There's something with the eye. The eyes, you know, and the eyes, our eyes even are the gates, the gates of how we can see, how we perceive. Yeah, the gates of our soul. Um, Without them. We lose one of our major. But back senses. about the eyes, the body doesn't recognize it as the part, the, the 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 white cells and the uh, what do you call it? That shit that defends us. The the white blood cells. Yeah, they don't recognize the eyes as part of the body, and they actually try to destroy them. Okay, uh, we're going off of biology. If you go and you look at how we're made up on a on a molecular level, um, Kenny, take your hands. And, and point your hands towards each other, right? And interlock your fingers, right? Um, this like is I'm holding norm- my own hand? Right, like you're holding your own hand, right? Gotcha. And, and, and hold it out in front of you with your palms facing towards you. Don't close your hand. Hold oh. it out. To- yeah. This is normally how most of our connections are in our skin, all right? Or in our muscles or down to our organs. They're held together like this, right? And some of these muscles can stretch and you can pull it out and they can contract. And that's how we get the motion, right? This is how our body pretty much does things. Now, if you were to put your hands um, on top of each other in the same direction like this, and it actually, okay, let me do it a different way. Hold your hands up in front of you and point your palms away from you, but don't interlock your fingers. It's like you're just holding up your hands next to each other, right? Yeah, like I'm going to push somebody. Right. This is how your eyes are. The molecular level and the way that they're stranded together is not like the rest of your body. It is different from everything else in your body. Why is that? I don't know. 
How, how I, are you going to bring me to this point and then no, tell me you don't Nobody know. knows. The penal gland, actually, penal which gland. is which is what they say is the third eye. Yeah. They're, scientists have no idea. Biologists have no idea what it actually fucking does. Then why do they poison it? What do you mean poison it? Fluoride in the water. Uh, fluoride in the water, we drink it, and that calcifies the pineal gland, shutting it down. Um, Probably because the Illuminati wants us to. But now the fucking uh, people are telling us that when you brush our teeth, you're not supposed to wash your mouth out afterwards because you got to let the fluoride sit there on your fucking gums so that it soaks in? <laughs> that sounds a little fucking fishy to me, buddy. Fishy. <laughs> So, like, all right, the since we're on the eye, and the third eye is the penile gland. Oh, we're um, just touching on it. I don't want to get too deep. I'd love to have a full episode about this. Of the penile gland? Well, penile gland, thoth, all of it. Oh, you want to do an enlightened episode. Yeah, there you go. So, guys, oh. we hope you're intrigued. and We don't want to get too much further. No, we don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah, just the tip, guys. Just the tip. That, that was just the tip. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm tapped out. I think the Majestic 12 is pretty much where we can end it. We got to write a note because we're talking about Thoth, the penile gland, QAnon. We had a bunch of other things that we need to talk about coming up. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to be expanding on these ideas. Or uh, things, concepts, or topics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add to the people, Kenny? <coughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, you heard it here. <coughs> Stay on top of your allergy pills, guys. <laughs> he's having, he's having a rough time, guys. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us this week, and uh, we'll see you next time on Knowing the Unknown. Bye. Uh, thanks for joining us on another episode of Knowing the Unknown. I'm Kenny Soto. And I'm Andrew Baxter. Join us next week as we continue to dig deeper into the secrets of the world. <laughs>